Welcome to episode 110. 110. That's a that's an 11 with a zero at the end. Mm-hmm. We're that's in a, uh, triple digits still. A whole um, bunch of them. Yeah, I was going to say that if you were stranded alone on an island with a podcast player and with our podcast and you listened to one a day, now is the time where you can listen to one a day for two years. But then I realized that that was back at episode 104. So I missed that opportunity. <clears throat> I don't know if the math worked out there. Could you help me do that again? It didn't work out. It, it would have been episode 104 because 52 weeks times two would be 104. But you said one a day. You meant one a week? Yep. Got it. Okay, now we're on the same page. <laughs> Does he realize there's 356 days in a year? <laughs> you could only listen to one third of the year. <laughs> All right, anyway. Regardless of our math abilities, it's not that's not why we're here. <clears throat> if it was, this podcast would be over and you'd have a great night. But we, were, but we are <laughs> going to talk about another number. You yes, we are. That? We are? It's the, it's the loneliest number one. The loneliest number that you've ever been. I've been down. <laughs> All right, stop with this. Um, <laughs> tonight's episode title. Well, before we get there, I just want to mention, do go, uh, do go on carbofeeda.com slash shop. Uh, check out the Take Courage Slay Dragon shirt. Uh, check out the, uh, the supporting uh, men's muster ministry. Take out check out the uh, uh, Keep Pushing shirt that's supporting Covenant <clears throat> Covenant School. They are back by the way in meeting. If you have if you don't if you don't follow the Covenant School, then you're missing just like every video is just like tears, so joy. These kids, these teachers, edu- educators back in school after after being told that they're not the victims they were murdered stop complaining and they're just back and it's worshiping and they're glorifying god and it's so amazing singing yeah there you can follow them at covenant nights on the instagrams yes they're They're a phenomenal follow and you know i'm not crying you're crying situation Mm -hmm. um but but uh the covenant the shirt supporting covenant school um which uh we're gonna be rounding up that first batch of money uh, we're still trying to nail them down on where it goes, <laughs> but uh, we are ready and and very excited to give to them. They, 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 yeah, it's, it's really cool. So the key pushing shirt that's supporting Covenant School, you can check that out too. And I just want to mention that. All right, <clears throat> down, <clears throat> down to brass tacks. Episode 110's title is Rejecting God's Truth Leads to Death, Says the HHS. Kind of. <laughs> the Department of Health and Human Services has come alongside the Holy Scripture, Holy Word of God to confirm, to affirm. Not that men are men and women are women. No, Definitely no, no, not, not that. that. That's not, not everything. Let's say it crazy here. Uh, but they have, they are confirming in some ways that rejecting God's truth leads to death. And how are they doing that, you would ask? Did you know we're in the midst of another epidemic, Jesse? Oh, I just, I just started not wearing masks in my hospital. Well, don't worry. This epidemic is like the opposite of a previous epidemic. <laughs> oh, sorry. Pandemic. Endemic? I don't know how this works anymore. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I guess it depends on, it's a matter of opinion, really. So this epidemic is the epidemic of loneliness. Oh. Yes. The Surgeon General and Department of HHS has just released an 82-page document outlining his findings on the epidemic of loneliness in our culture. How do you do surgery on loneliness? It's really, really gross. <laughs> Super gross. There's lasers and screaming. Lasers you can't sedate for it you, can't you don't know sedate. what you're looking for. That's correct. You can't sedate for the loneliness surgery. you got to be awake the whole time. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bad dream. 
But the best part about I think the best part about this epidemic is the opposite. The cure for this epidemic is the opposite of lockdowns. Oh my the, gosh! It's, like the opposite. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> as if lockdowns might have played a part in the epidemic. You know, I was thinking that that's basically what this was, but actually, they did do a lot of this. The data sets before, oh, prior to the ep- oh, epidemic. Right. I they, mean, it's it's true regardless of the epidemic, but I'm sure it exacerbated it. Yeah, but I feel like yeah, it's like the bell curve. You have to kind of throw out that that particular data set in order to get anything right inside of the the, the data set. So they 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 really did, did most of their studying in the epi- the decade leading up to the lockdown. Um, yes, obviously. So when social media was taken off. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting, right? So they actually have a lot of that in there. It's very interesting. Uh, you'll have a link to the website. Um, we're not going to link you to the 82-page document because the website's so much more fun. And it's great to just click well, the on. website itself links you to the 82-page document. Yes, you can so get there. It'll just the be redundant. Right, you can get to the website but if you, or to the document. But the, but the best part is when you click on this <laughs> link, just remember... Your tax dollars paid for this website. <laughs> if you live in America, that is. If you live in America, yes. If you live, if you live in Canada, in... your tax dollars go to worse things. Yes, yes. it's true. But you could still laugh at us. Be like, oh, gosh, did you, you guys could. paid for this? You could. <laughs> and you we click, did. <laughs> you click on this website, and I'm telling you what, man, you're like. We got some 3D flower looking things over oh, yeah, here. And it's dark at first, and it says, what if there's something in our everyday lives that can transform our whole health and well-being? Jesus. And you keep scrolling and it's like something that can decrease the risk of developing and worsening heart disease, anxiety, high blood pressure, dementia, depression, diabetes. And at this point, you're like, what snake oil salesman is coming up next? I know about ashwagandha root. I don't need any more. I already take it twice a day. It's omega-3. Oh, I didn't even know. Uh, Get your... It's... Field of greens. <laughs> Stir it into <laughs> your morning juices. All right. It exists. It's uh, back to the website. It exists. It's something that needs to be cared for and nurtured like a garden by all of us. Children. <laughs> can create. It can create healthier, more prosperous, and resilient communities. No, that's true. Ironically, children. you said children. I was going to say, like, actually that, actually makes, that actually fits in this loneliness. Yeah, epidemic. but the Department of Health and Human Services wants them dead. So, And then it goes from de- from darkness Whoa, to light. I had a seizure. <laughs> to the light and it says that something is called social connection (laughs) as you scroll up as you you scroll up the flowers get closer together are you freaking kidding me social connection oh my god and then if you hover over it it defines it it says social connection is the number variety and quality of your relationships and interactions and whether these meet your needs your needs (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm assuming Uh, that means perceived needs yeah perceived needs because like I think the need isn't the need just social connection. Like, <laughs> yeah. What if my what if I perceive that my need is sex all the time? Can I use someone for sex all the time? Is that okay? Um, I, yes. Can I you objectify somebody I, by get by using them for sex all the time? There's literally a uh, what is it called? I believe it's called the. Is it called take equality? I think it's called. I think it's called. Oh, I can't remember what it is. There's a senator in. <laughs> you just said this. You're like, what if I want sex all the time? Can I just use people? And this is senator in Minnesota, state senator, and he has proposed this bill. And the bill amends the wording of. <laughs> oh, to the pedophilia or yes. to the pedophilia thing. Yeah. Yes, and it amends it to say that you now can have sex with minors. <laughs> it's a sexual. They, it changes it to a sexual orientation, doesn't it? Yes. 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 Well, he was saying that it's that the wording in the original law says that that pedophilia is a sexual irritation. But the wording in the original law specifically says that sec, that pedophilia has nothing to do with sexual orientation. It's just wrong. 
<laughs> don't do it. And he wants to amend it the other way, which is ironic because it's a transgender individual. <laughs> so it's like, dude, read the room. Like, come on, man. Anyway, no, Jesse, you cannot just have sex with whoever because that's what you perceive need is. Yeah. Unless you're a Hollywood elite or something. <laughs> You go on it. You scroll all the way down. I love this part because you get to the end. Now you can download the one-page summary or the 82-page document, and you get to the end, and it has social connection. Dude, you fact. missed. No, you skipped CC. You can't skip Oh, I CC. did skip CC. I'm so sorry. You scroll down. <laughs> you CC, do it. You do it. You CC do it. Is, a, is a cute little fuzzy flower. It looks like something out of Trolls, if you've ever watched Trolls. Is up. Trolls. Hair up! Oh, that's the that's the Christmas one. No, get your hair up in the air. You, that's literally the song from Trolls, the original song. You just did the Nutcracker tune. Yes, that's the tune for Hair Up. I did you not know that? It's literally in the Hall of the Mountain King. That's the song you're thinking of. We'll have to investigate this after the podcast. <laughs> I am confused. I thought I knew everything I needed to know about trolls, but apparently I missed it. Anyway, anyway, trolls. CeCe looks like a cute little flower for trolls. And CeCe says, Did you know that lacking connection can increase the risk of premature death to daily levels comparable to smoking daily? And then you scroll down a little bit, and her, his, I don't know what flowers are. That's a they, them. But go ahead. They, they, I'm sorry, Caesar. <laughs> Caesar. <laughs> has his little eyes up and he says hi there i'm cc i'll be your guide on this web page let's explore and learn more about the importance of social connection together because nothing says fix your social connection problem by giving you a fake flower on the screen to guide you around the website now here's the thing i really like anticipated like her to be interactive or him or they or the right she's just a she's picture. not so she just she just scrolls along just, with the page yeah, man. like so she just explains things like uh, she's like, see me scrolls and <laughs> further down under the key takeaways from the advisory I she pops up you. and says Social connection is like a garden. I'm sorry, I'll do your voice. Social connection is like a garden. Nurturing your connections can improve your garden's health. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> so, in order to get social connection, and everyone's like, I don't want to commit suicide anymore. This is great. <laughs> this is it. You solved my CC problems. Cece did it. <laughs> so you scroll down. <clears throat> you, roll, you scroll down, and uh, actually, there's a little bar you can just click on the second thing in, in uh, the header. It says, read social connection facts. <clears throat> There's a little section of social connection fact cards, and you can scroll forever. Collect them actually, all. It actually cites the studies. <laughs> so there's actually studies behind this. There's, they like, they, they, Quote, unquote, like, science. And again, I'm going to assume these studies, many of them probably received your taxpayer dollars. So anyway, we're going to show that God has solved this problem before we're done tonight, and we've just spent a lot of money showing that it's a problem. <laughs> it's solved by God. Uh, so welcome yeah. to every sociological study per, ever performed <laughs> ever. by any government agency anywhere. That is world. correct. So here's a, here's one. Being more socially connected can improve stress responses and minimize the negative health effects of stress. Thank you, Sherlock. Oh, thank goodness. Sherlock's here to solve. <laughs> Clearly, that's all. Hmm. Some of the facts are fun, like people with strong perceptions of community and belongingness. By the way, that's a word. Belongingness are 2.6 times more likely to report good or excellent health than people with a low sense of belongingness. 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 Uh, things <coughs> like, uh, hey, if children have, have positive relationships and stuff, they have better academic outcomes. Whoa. Oh, crap. Whoa. Really? That's ridiculous. I did, no, did not see that coming. Oh, now do, now do has two parents that love them. Oh. 
Oh. I bet that I bet that skyrockets that that statistic. You know what? I, I really liked Cece's fact. You know, right at the beginning, because yeah. what Cece's first fact? Well, did you know that lacking connection can increase the risk of premature death to levels comparing uh, to smoking daily? What that basically says is, if you smoke in a group, you're basically canceling out the, <laughs> the negative <smoking> effects, <laughs> negative <laughs> health benefits, <laughs> negative health smoke. effects of smoking. As long you as know? you're a chain smoker in a group of chain smokers, you're all good, bro. You know? And that's why, that's why, I like these bike gangs, man. These these people in these bike gangs, as long as they're surviving on the streets, they they live they live to be pretty out there. Their tats are all wrinkly and old and saggy. This is amazing. I didn't connect that, but you're right. Now that you put it, it that does. way. It does. It cancels out the negative effects of, of smoking. Right. So, you know, you don't die early. You just die. You just die when you normally would. Yeah. Which, it's just you a know, is... approach. Yeah. And all you had to do was smoke with people. Right. <laughs> it's all good. Oh, man. How about this one? Adults who report feeling lonely often are more than twice as likely to develop depression as adults who report rarely or never feeling lonely. Oh, my gosh. You mean You mean avoiding... You know, circumstances that would make you feel isolated um, really reduces running the risk of chronically feeling isolated and alone. That does seem to be the case, actually. Wow. Who, I mean, who would have followed that line of thinking? Uh, All right, we've read enough of this. Well, thank God for that garbage. Oh, my gosh. There's just so many things. There's PDFs. There's toolkits and resources. Thank you, government. Thank you, government. Now, if they had opened the Bible. <laughs> they could yes. Have... One of these resources. Wait, wait, wait. You, you forgot to. You, forgot oh, you, really, you want to talk about the resource? We I all have a role to play in fostering social connection. Click on your role below to view recommendations and resources in our resources library. So now I'm, I'm a pastor. So I'm looking for something like, you know, religious worker or or or, or you know, faith. You know something that it doesn't exist. Maybe we're a philanthropy group. Are we a philanthropy Are we a group. Philanthropy group. Uh, I I don't I don't know. Can we be a resource? Can we attach ourselves in the media and entertainment section? Uh, I mean, our podcast could. Yeah, we could put Carpe Fide in there. Yeah. Governments. I like governments. All the governments can be a resource here. Just right, attach yeah. your governments here. <laughs> I feel like governments are just depressing. Why would you do that? Why would you put that in there as a category? All they do is take and make me feel isolated. Attach your resource here. Governments. <laughs> okay. Enough of this. This is what the government does. Congratulations. Congratulations. This leads us to the startling realization that the answer here to having community, and I think we can speak from from experience, as we can for many people that we know that lived through one of the greatest periods of isolation Forced isolation Boom. by the government. <laughs> forced isolation by the government, the COVID-19 lockdowns. Um, we can safely say that I know for us as in our church community and for many of those who had a church community that was unwilling to um, cut themselves off from the things God had called them to do, regardless of what man says, um, like church and gatherings and being together in community. We did not experience this loneliness, this this great sadness uh, that so many people have had to fight to come back from because we shared in what God had called us to do. Um, and I think that, you know, you know what? I wonder if it had positive health health outcomes. I mean, given all this da- data we just read, I mean, you know, perhaps gathering during the pandemic actually created good health, good health outcomes, right? Mm, maybe anyway um 
so needless to say, we, we believe that when you <clears throat> understand the church, you see that it actually meets all of these community needs that people don't have anymore. And if we would stop rejecting God and instead obey him, we would actually realize we can satisfy many of these loneliness issues by simply being obedient. <laughs> yes, like by gathering and discipling <laughs> and fellowshipping. Yeah, like in relationship with people together around objective reason and truth. Let me tell you, you, you want to know one surefire way to like never, ever feel lonely? Do tell me. Have like five kids. Because there's not like there's not a moment, even in the bathroom, where you feel lonely. But I'll so many that. people don't want to have all the stress of kids. They're too stressful, Jesse. You're well, I mean, according to, to this, if you are lonely, you'll die early, and you might as well smoke. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's that that takeaway I had anyway. Uh, you know. Uh, so before we, well, we're going to briefly define the church and what we mean here, but. Since a lot of this work has been done already, I'm going to refer you to Carpe Fide episodes number 97, 097. That is the Church is Not a Whore episode with Pops. I know. It was fainting a pretty popular episode. That was a good. One. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people have used that as a resource. So please use that, share it. Hopefully it's helpful to you. You can also go to episode 076. That's episode 76, uh, which was the MCBA, which was episode or Make Church Biblical Again episode also with Pops where we discuss and define kind of outlining the church um, as as we have seen it clearly here at Missio Day. And for also further detailed on that, you can find Missio Day Church, M-I-S-S-I-O space D-E-I space church. That's spelled like church <laughs> uh, as a podcast on almost any platform that you'd be looking for podcasts. Uh, we It's a MD uh, in a white, white circle logo with a blue background. So you can find our church on just about anywhere. Um, and the whole month of January of this year, that would be January 1st, 8th, 15th, 22nd, and 29th, we did a whole series on covenant calling, which is kind of the framework we use for church. Um, and you can listen to those episodes. You can listen to the covenant calling episode, body parts and skeletons, uh, the covenant part of covenant calling, walking in the covenant, the house rules, uh, three circles, a knot, and one goal. You can look at all these episodes. All of these will give you the, a clear biblical framework for what we believe the church is defined as, as God as God declares it. But primarily, we see the church defined in Scripture as a family and a body. Amen? Yes, those would be the images, yes. The images, yes. They are They are the images that we can then ascertain the community of the church to look like. They're also uh, pictured as a holy temple, but I don't want to get too eschatological on us. Well, we are a royal priesthood, so... yeah. Down with the Pope. No peace with Rome. And, and a bride. We're a bride as well. We're also a bride. This is correct. Which I guess could be put under family. All of this, but all of this comes under an interesting word, which we'll get to at the end. It, all, all of these things that you're mentioning kind of bring us into a, a word such with a C. It's very important to the scriptures. Church. <clears throat> yes, but also covenant. <laughs> Whoa, Whoa. You just, oh, now nobody's going to listen to the end. Well, just turn it off. They weren't listening <laughs> to you, but... So since the beginning, God has existed in community. This is a key aspect of understanding the reality that we're not that we feel lonely when we're not connected to people. Duh, God who made us in His image has always existed in a community. We call this the Trinity. The Trinity. Yes, it's the Triune God. So when you understand that God has Himself has always existed inside of community as the one true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, then you understand that as being made in His image and like this, we we receive in the Imago Day that call that yearn for community. Dun, dun, it's part of who we dun. are. Indeed. Amen. Rolling that down. So we go from eternity past 
God living in community in the Trinity, making man, he immediately brings man into community with what? Himself. So now we have a community of man and God, God calling to man, man and God coming together in community. Then he gives man a, a woman, and suddenly you have a marriage. <laughs> a woman. A woman. <laughs> well, at first he says he first he says that it is not good for him to be alone. Right. So clearly loneliness is an issue. Whoa. It's right there. You didn't even have to read more than like two and a half <laughs> chapters in. Like literally, guys. It is you did right all at the this beginning work of the book. and money and data sets. It's right there. Genesis what? Clip arted poor Cece in there. They they basically took a starfish, made it made its arms fat and fuzzy, and put eyes in the middle. <laughs> starfish <laughs> really loves you. Starfish loves you. Oh my gosh. So yes, it's not good for man to be alone. So he gives man and woman together in marriage. 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 And then immediately what they are called to do is fill the earth and subdue it, which gives us children. Yes. Yes. Now we have man, husband, wife, children. That's a family. Told you. If you never want to feel alone. Yeah. And then if you continue down this road in scripture, you'll see that he then calls a particular family into a nation, which is is crazy. Uh, One family became a nation, right? So we have the nation of Israel. And he called those people out unto himself, not because they were were worthy, but because he called them so crazy then we go from that all the way through into the new testament where we now have the the family of god expanded right as to anyone in the covenant of the christ's blood so i have that 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 called into the picture of a family still family still those words and a body but all of this is done through covenant he covenants with his people uh, it's been an expression of this com- of of this community and addresses in a real way all of these ethereal issues of that loneliness poses on the website that the government outlined. <laughs> yes, there's probably uh, just some chapters and verses that uh, they probably could have turned to for some solutions. Here. Yes, I just gave them a whole bunch of podcasts they could just go back and listen to. Just and, and in those, there's like show notes and scriptures, and you could just plug them in. Government, you can have <laughs> please. That we we do this as a free resource for you to solve national issues. You, it's depressing when you think about it sometimes. Well, I mean, I'm depressed because I, I feel like I could have helped had I only known. Yes, well, they don't tell it. They don't really tell you what they're spending all this money on. Boy, isn't that the they thing. just <laughs> they take this money and they're like, well, we're using part of this money to see how these. How these male ducks will will react uh, homosexually when we trap them in a room and then shock them until they are forced to copulate. What are you doing? Stop it. (laughs) And that sounds like a crazy thing. Like, that's ridiculous. When you find out some of the studies that they fund, it's not that ridiculous. Rand Paul Paul puts out videos every now and then just kind of going over the... Oh, yeah. Hey, here's something we spent money on. (laughs) All right. So... This is a, a clear progression. God has always been involved in covenanting and calling people into community, which is basically the summation of the findings of the government on how to solve loneliness. It's to, without religion. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, no. Without, they didn't use religion and came to all of the conclusions that God has always said. Yep. They were like, oh, we're going to climb this mountain, this mountain of loneliness, and we're going to get to the top and tell everybody what they have to do. And they, they came up to the top and they're like, oh my gosh, it's just a Bible? There's just a Bible up here, guys. Cece? <laughs> <laughs> Is that you? Oh, geez. So, have also- a cigarette. <laughs> have a cigarette. Oh my gosh. Oh, all right. <clears throat> we... 
we mentioned all this and we had this interesting interaction because here's the problem. The world has no um, the world has no foundation in honestly establishing um, rich, full, accountable um, communities of, of any real meaning. Uh, these communities that the world creates always have to be connected by some uh, subjective thing. So they have no communities of substance and it's a real, it's a real issue and it's an issue. It's not an issue I, I, I treat lightly or I, I, I dismiss. It's a real thing. The problem is the world wants to try to answer these, these issues without the church. And when you look at our culture, what's happened is as the degradation of the church, which again, I'm not blaming culture entirely on this. The church also has a part to play when they just secede everything and stop engaging with the real work and activity of the gospel, right? That they have a role to play there too. But as the, the 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 degradation of the church has happened in our culture and society, what what's happened? People are now lonely because people have become sin. I mean, the, sin has just infused everything, and so without the truth of God sin and the accounted, <laughs> sin infused. That's a good one. I actually like that. It should be on a, should be on a sticker or something. I'm, I'm, I'll get right on it. Thanks, bud. Um, <laughs> the 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 since. This sin affects how we would see our relationships. People just continue to become more and more isolated. And it's, we can blame a ton of things. Clearly, social media hasn't been helpful. We, we, we know this. Uh, clearly, the fact that people have become more opinionated, I don't really necessarily know that that's true, but people are saying, oh, politics and thoughts and ideas are all divisive. And yeah, but that also maps. Like polarization. <clears throat> but if, if you think about it, that also maps on the degradation of the church, the degradation of God in society. Of course, you become more polarized because people become polarized over their, their sin uh, against held up against the truth every time. Like it's going to polarize people. So all of these things end up tend to end up going hand in hand. It's it's not it's not a wonder. It's not surprising. Um, and and we had this interaction with a Facebook post. Um, it's somebody me and Jesse are both friends with. Um, we're obviously not going to use any names here. But when you read the Facebook post, and I, I was I was thinking we could kind of read some of it and then kind of talk about it a little bit and how the how we've the church kind of the, the Bible kind of addresses this and the church is the only answer to it. Is that okay? Yes. Were you okay with this format? I, I didn't actually run that sure. by you. No, you didn't, but I didn't know what else you were going to do, so it's probably better than just reading it all because it's like five paragraphs long. And yeah, reading it straight through would be boring. So I just kind of want to read it and talk about it. So our th- this friend posted, and and um, their goal was to try to have a dialogue um, and establish <laughs> establish some way what you find out in some way that in which they could have community, there could be a community developed, but they want nothing to do with God. And, and it's so funny because when you listen, when you hear it and we'll talk about it, but when you hear it, everything they're asking for are the things God has given. Right. It's very, very obvious in this post. Yeah. It won't be hard. So, so let's, let's just, let's just dive in. Let's, let's go through it. Um, and the point of this is not in any way to mo- this is obviously since our government's just spent millions of dollars on a website and research and data, this is obviously not unusual, this exact thread. So this isn't to mock the, this post in any way. This is to point out that this is the exact idea behind even what the government's identifying. And the reality of it is they keep looking for the answers in the places they will not find them. There's no answer. There's no, there's no hope in man. <laughs> There's no hope in man. They're looking for an answer that's right in front of their face. 
Yes, they they're rejecting. It's not it. hard, right, to right. find these answers, right? And I, I mean, I don't think I think it's safe to say this person would follow what we would call um, de- deconstructing their faith. That it's been a journey, you know, that type of a wordings yeah, um, would be type, that type, that type of mindset. So here Journey's we go. Journey's a really good band, man. <laughs> Did you say Journey's a really good band? Name one Journey song. The song of fire and ice. I don't know. I think I played that in rock band once. Okie dokie. <laughs> Are you thinking about Mississippi Queen? That wasn't uh, Journey. <laughs> yeah, right. Everybody knows. All right. So here's the post. It says this. Okay. So I've been debating, trying to discuss this via social media for a while. Admittedly, I'm still a bit apprehensive because discussions on social media tend to devolve into dumpster fires pretty quickly. So let's... St- <laughs> So let's start by establishing the goals of this post. So here's the goals. We're going to outline the goals here. We don't want anyone to be confused about these goals. Right. So here's the goals. To discuss strategies and solutions for finding real community in today's individualistic society. Join a church. <laughs> to locate source. Don't, hey, you have to wait until he gets to his, his, he's got goals here that would totally write that right out. Oh, I'm sorry. To locate sources of community involvement and fellowship that are grounded in pursuit of foundational and often universal principles rather than theology, liturgy, or ideology. Oh, so he's on a path. Oh, so he's on a path that he wants, not what's actually real. Well, I mean, I don't want to point this out, but logically speaking, you can't you can't gr- have fellowship grounded in the pursuit of foundational and universal principles and then cut out ideology. <laughs> That's kind of really hard to do. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, you really can't cut out theology either in a, in a presuppositional framework. Oh no, certainly not. Obviously, but I was just like, let's just let's just remove religion just for a hot second, even though God is the center of everything. But we'll just cut that out. You can't. You're going to be anyway. It doesn't matter. Another one to collaborate with, learn from, and contribute to anyone else who, like my wife and I, find themselves trying to live well in an ex-evangelical, post-evangelical context. That was redundant. It's a lot of words. To find other like-minded individuals who still value and seek a sense of community, even and especially in the absence of agreed-upon theology. So he wants to go to like a like an atheist bar and hang out with them, or? Well, no. I mean, it's even in the absence of agreed-upon theology, and especially in the absence of agreed-upon theology. Oh, so it's not necessarily saying that you have to have no theology. Right, it's just that you don't... But you can't have a theology that has, you know, God as the fundamental and universal foundation for principles of reality. Right. Like, that would be right out, as opposed to... So you limit yourself yourself to the false false things, then. It does seem that that would tend to happen, (laughs) at least from these qualifications. I I believe believe there's a phrase for this, and I believe the phrase is shooting yourself in the foot. (laughs) Well, let's read on. This post is not intended to be... A list of reasons for leaving the evangelical church as a whole. A debate a debate platform for which theological beliefs are correct. Not news. A debate a slash attack platform for which church is good slash bad slash beneficial slash detrimental. Or an opportunity to solicit a return to a particular church community. So I would like to say some this just real quick. You don't get to post something on social media and then tell people they 
have to treat it a certain way. Like this is not a thing. Sure you do when you're a, a commie. <laughs> well, I mean, right. But I mean, like <laughs> this, this same person is very much against the victimhood culture, the idea that people are, everyone just takes victimhood yet. This is exactly how, how that, that segment of the population that thinks everything is them as a victim would, would make a post. I'm making this post. You will do what I say and don't make anything hard. Right? Here's eight rules to live by. Right. Well, literally, I, mean, I, just, I just counted them. It's eight. Oh, yeah. No, I guess I see that now. Uh, well, I mean, that's just, please, just use social media well. If you post social media, like, I tend to only post things that I want dialogue over that are usually a little spicy because I think we that's the whole idea. Like, it's the public square. It's the last place we have. It's the last possible Areopagus area that we have. Right. I mean, like, nobody's going to the town square. When was the last time you went outside? Right. Well, that's right, because the government says everyone's dying of loneliness. So everyone's just trapped inside <laughs> by themselves. I went to a bank. I went to a bank the other day, and there were no tellers inside the bank. It was a virtual teller, which means that there is one ATM machine, and you push a button, and you video conference with a teller that's God knows where. Um, but the problem is that it takes up so much time that like five or six people start standing behind you waiting to talk to the virtual teller. And, you know, meanwhile, they're just, you know, listening in on, you know, kind of sensitive <laughs> banking <laughs> issues and information. Are you serious? Dude, I kid you not. And it's a sp- it's like speakerphone. Like, are you serious? Like, like, like there was no option for a real person? No, she was a real person. No, but like you couldn't go talk to her privately like at a. No, she she wasn't in the building. She was, you know. Missouri or wherever she lives, she was doing it remotely. So this option was your bank has like a like one of these kiosks. It's just a kiosk. It's literally an ATM, but they call it a bank location, or is it like it's a virtual teller? Does your bank have a place where there's actually a people? Like you can get to a place where people are. <laughs> I'm very concerned right I now. I did see your people there. <laughs> no, that, that's not. A, that's a, wait, wait, wait. This is all right. All right. This is totally off topic right now. But that well, is it's not kind of, okay. It's kind of on topic, actually. Yeah, I guess actually, given the fact that we have no community, that's exactly correct. Yes. I mean, I haven't been inside of a bank in forever, but I had to close an account, and you can't do that over the phone. So I walked in with Jameson, and. I look at where the wall of tellers used to be, and it's just wood paneling with pictures on oh it. And I'm like, God. I looked at James and I'm like, buddy, I, I honestly don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm like, I, there used to be people here. I don't know where they are. <laughs> so I walk over to go fill out a deposit slip. And you push the button, and it's like, hi, I'm Cece. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's Cece. What can I help you with today? I want to close my account. You're feeling lonely. Yes. Yes. Very lonely. Yes, Are there humans in here? There's literally no one here. Um, That's a mess. Dude. I go over to fill out a slip and there's no slips. There's no pens. There's no lollipops. There's nothing, man. Just bare bones in there. I just feel like, can't you just imagine given the loneliness epidemic that we have in our culture, someone goes in and it's like, hi, how can we help you with your account? It's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, Sarah, Sarah from Alabama. I just needed somebody to talk to. Oh, <laughs> I came to the virtual teller. To <laughs> have, a, have a conversation. Right. No, you back. just talk to your Snapchat AI. You could do that. Oh, yeah, you could. Just ask chat GPT questions. Yeah, Snapchat AI is like pretty liberal, too. Yeah, pretty I, liberal. I was, I was watching like screenshots and stuff. They're like very anti-Trump and very pro-Biden. Well, they very are pro-LGBTQ. That, 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 that checks out. Yeah, I mean, like, the owners of Snapchat get to keep all of people's perverted, you know, quote-unquote private pictures. So, I mean, hey, 
LGBTQ it up, baby. <laughs> Back to the post. <laughs> we I'm down sorry. That, that, well, that went somewhere. That went way off topic. We had no intention of doing that. That was sorry, not correct. It was not in the notes. <sighs> so, yes, we just got a list, uh, so list of his demands for the, how to communicate on the post. That was the list of criteria, yes. I guess demands is a word for it. Um, the post then continues on this way. So with all of that being said, my wife and I made the conscious decision quite some time ago to depart from the traditional evangelical culture that we were raised in. Our theological beliefs had changed. We identified some things that we grew up that we that we grew up with uh, to be detrimental, and we've just all around grown and changed as I believe people should. The reasons were both numerous and discussed at length between us. However, it is beyond the scope of this post to discuss them in detail. I find that to be a conversation better had in person over coffee while focusing on solutions rather than just arguing about disagreements. So while we became clear on what we no longer wanted, we still remain unclear on what comes next, especially now that we have a young son. So instead of looking outside of themselves, they just looked and isolated themselves even further and tried to make these Significant life decisions by themselves. All right, cool. Well, they made all the decisions, and now they're going to bring people into them, is what happened. Oh, on Facebook? Yes. Got it. Okay. So, <laughs> I really want to name all of my AI assistants CC. <laughs> I don't really have any, but I kind of want one now. I kind of want, what <laughs> I want an AI named assistant CC. named CC. And make it a fat purple starfish with some <laughs> yeah. that's fuzzy. Trolls. Like a high pat, fat purple starfish, I guess. Definitely high. All right. Moving on with the post. Is either that or their designer? I do want to say that this post generally says, you know, I've deconstructed my faith. I've rebuilt it how I want it, rejecting the parts that I don't like. And so that's kind of where this goes. I, it, like, we can couch this in whatever you want to say it, but that's pretty much it. Like, there are parts that I rejected. There are parts that I receive. And the, the parts I receive, I've built my own. I've built my own structure. And I need to find community, you know, based on that, because I have a kid, more or less. So we go forward. Let me be very clear that I have both love and gratitude for the people who were instrumental in my upbringing within the evangelical community. I've met some of the most loving and selfless people I could imagine. More importantly, I count myself fortunate for being introduced to valuable life tenants at an early age when so many other kids were not. The biggest takeaway from growing up in an evangelical church for me was community, going through life, discussing challenges, identifying strategies, challenging rationales, Gain new information, sharing resources, etc. Not only that, but one of the th- just did you hear um, obedience and glorifying God? I just didn't hear it. No, no, I, I didn't hear really anything about about God in here. Pretty much this whole time, except for the part, except for the part where theology couldn't be used. All right, so moving forward, not only that, but one one of the things I look back most fondly on was being surrounded by people outside of just my immediate demographic. I didn't just associate with teenagers as a teenager. I was surrounded with parents, students, seniors, contractors, blue-collar workers, retirees, and so on. This is, on one hand, vital to passing on knowledge, wisdom, and skills from one generation to the next. Ironically, on the other hand, this is one of the biggest detriments to youth group culture and being surrounded by only people of your own age and demographic. Totally agree. On that, yeah, definitely. So yeah, now, yeah, I think the church has failed by segregating by age. Yeah, there's some issues there. I mean, like, you can have, like, a, a party or, or a hangout or something, but, like, that's not, like, how you live. No one lives that way. No. I mean, Lord of the Flies is written, like, probably to dissuade us from that kind of idea. <laughs> Lord of the Flies, by the way, is an obvious veiled reference to Satan, and it's only lightly veiled, just to be clear. 
Satan would segregate children off that way. Anyway, so now that we... <laughs> yeah, I did it. So now that we've de- departed from said community, we find ourselves constantly saying, there's got to be more sources of community out there. Not the church, but not other the sources. Church, but not, not the one. Not the church. Yes, we reject those. We love all those aspects of it, but we reject oh, it. Join a bingo club. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the VFW does things. Go to the like, library and quietly commune with other people. <laughs> that's that's not going to work. Pick up chain smoking and chain smoke with other people. <laughs> that would work. That, according to CC, not only would that work, both it would have a health benefit and a health benefit. <laughs> Two health benefits at the same time. Two health benefits at the same time. <sighs> if you're part of the problem, back to, I'm sorry, back to the post. If you're part of the problem, it's not the availability of churches or religious involvement, but rather our society as a whole. In the last 20 to 30 years, we've become overwhelmingly individualistic and isolated. This is, again, I would say that both of those things are together. The degradation of the church is linked hand in hand with the fact that we've become individualistic and isolated. But I digress. This has, this has various causes ranging from social media to political polarization, media saturation, identity politics, helicopter parenting, and various others. Helicopter parenting. Because so much of life has become about, I feel like that, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I feel like helicopter parenting was thrown in that because you need a list. And you know, you have to, like, a list has to have, a list should have at least five Cheerios things. eating. Like, a list should have at least five things in it. Helicopter parenting has been a big source of causing individualistic and isolation in our culture. Because so much of my life has become about, because so much of life, like, for all of us, right, generally, life has become about my voice, my platform, my brand, my image, my experience, and my truth. This is the, that's his whole post. Isn't that called sin, though? His whole I mean, post like, is my voice, my platform, my brand, my image, my experience, and my truth. That's this whole bloviating post. Well, it does seem that way. It seems that my generation, those following, like, whoa, 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 whoa. How about we don't? How about we don't just go ahead and put that on the generation following, by the way? Because, like, my kids, your I mean... Your kids? I mean, most people having kids nowadays. I, mean, I know you got a son. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad that this person has a son. But most people having kids nowadays tend to be inside of a religious community, just statistically speaking. Yes. The only demographic that is... Um, Reproducing above replacement above rate. Above replacement rate is religious conservatives. Yes. That would be religious conservatives. Now, now granted, they're in, the, in that idea, in that vein, are, you know, practicing conservative Jews, Muslims, uh, and also Protestants. You know, that, that, that is true. I'm not saying it's just Christians, but they are, for the most part, conservative religious people, <laughs> like, generally speaking. Anyway, but I digress. Where did I leave off? Right. It seems that my generation and those following have stopped placing emphasis on community altogether. After all, while community brings many undeniable benefits, one of the costs is accountability and being answerable to a larger body of people. I mean, now, accountability over what (laughs) and answerable to those people about what? Like, for who, for what? If you don't have the same anything, right? You don't have the same ideology. You don't have the same religion. You don't have the same background. You don't even necessarily have the same likes. So why are you accountable to these people? I mean, that was outlined in in the in the eight points, the eight points that we have to go by, right? right. So what, who, what are they going to hold you accountable to? Their standard, which isn't your standard? It doesn't make any sense. Right. Uh, and has been such, such since the beginning of civilization, long before the inception of any particular church. However, oh never before the inception of God and his creation and people and him coming into covenant with people ever existed before. This is a cost that millennials and younger and not particularly well equipped to bear. They're, they're not particularly well equipped to bear. 
even down to the little but not so little interactions. We've gone from riding bikes, we've gone from riding bikes around the neighborhood together, playing football after school, throwing barbecues, and sitting down for Sunday night dinner to gaming, talking, discussing, and debating from behind screens. If you're not specifically looking for it, you're likely to miss altogether the evaporating emphasis on community and fellowship as a whole. That's because without God, what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? You know, eventually you're like, oh yeah, it's cool. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to this group to play Magic the Gathering until you're like, eventually you're like, you know what? I can't make it this week, and then you realize I can't make it any week because. <laughs> <laughs> Because, all right, I'm not going to go, I'm not, not going to play out that, that example. I'm going to let die. <clears throat> all right. All right. So if you're not specifically looking for it, you're likely to miss out altogether. The evaporating emphasis on community, fellowship as a whole. In fact, I would be surprised to find even a small portion of people reading this to even be asking these questions. Huh. Um, well, I didn't need to ask those questions because I had all of them answered. <laughs> Didn't have any of those questions, actually. Uh, I looked around, and I know that that's true because I know I have access to that community uh, in a very real way from God and that the world doesn't and that I want to bring the world into that community. Like, that's my whole thing. Yeah. It's the whole reason I, I have been called by God to to do. Anyway, it goes on. So in an age when more teens and young adults, especially men, are departing from evangelical culture and looking for something different, by the way, there's interesting, interesting uh, demographics. They might be departing from evangelical culture in some ways, but many aren't. Many are actually turning back to structures of evangelical culture or um, religious culture as well. If you just play in a big religious culture, men are looking for that. So the the main religions that involve men in leadership roles are men are actually like, oh, I'll 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 do this. It's better than that than going to school and having this this. The hippie lady with blue hair telling me I'm a chick, so I'm not going to come over here and try this. Um, I fear we may be throwing the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak, which means, th- just to be clear here, the the bathwater is God, <laughs> and the baby is community, and when we throw out God, it's like, oh no, the baby went out too of community. Yes, that's correct. That's what's going to happen when you throw out God. You don't have community anymore. All right, anyway. While I think we collectively have valid and credible reasons for wanting to change or depart from the churches and cultures we grew up in, maybe, or, you know, church butthurt is just church butthurt, and you put some tussin on it and you move forward. Like, I don't... Oh, jeez. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, the, church hurt, the church hurt world and paradigm, like, don't get me wrong, every time I say this, uh, sexual abuse, sexual misconduct, uh, violence against other human beings should be prosecuted by law and people should, if found guilty should face full extents of it and I'm all about that. I'm about that life. Uh, but the whole like, um, you know, Pastor Timmy told me this biblical verse and explained it to me and it was true but it's not what I wanted so I didn't. I left or I didn't get to this part in the leadership structure so I left like... No, that's not church hurt. That's your selfish hurt. That's you you being selfish and you're hurt. I'm just I'm just saying. All right. Now the whole church hurt where someone says I wanted my church to be biblical and they were running towards secularism and progressivism and away from God. That's church hurt. Like and you leave and you run. But you know what? That person's looking for a biblical church, not just running from church. 
oh, the church has failed me. No, like this church failed me because this church is full of sin. I need to find a church that's not full of sin that loves God and follows his word. Right. <sighs> so maybe you have valid reasons. And so ironically, he did throw the baby out with the valid. That's correct. Well, I think we collectively we have val- we have valid and credible reasons, which I will say maybe and also maybe hard hard not. You, we don't collectively have valid and credible reasons. Uh, we just don't like things, and we don't want truth. We don't want things to be opposed upon us. So we, we do, we've lost community. You've lost all community. Uh, I don't know. I'll continue on. I don't know if we've thought out what will replace them. I've I've got thoughts on that. Uh, so the, is there anyone is there anyone else out there who finds themselves in a similar position? What alternatives or communal inroads have you found, if any? As the saying goes, it takes a, takes a village. <laughs> As always for me, bonus thanks for any interesting books or suggested reading on the subject. Uh, the Bible. I, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I was going to suggest. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Uh, no. we. So, again, this is not to mock that person personally. Obviously, there's logical flaws in, every, in things that were written. Like that, that's fine. We, we can point those out, and I think those are important. And obviously, we can say, like, we should be, we take everything cautiously. But I think this idea is the problem with our culture. It's the pro- why we have the government spending money on loneliness. And it's why, because it, it's the simple, the simple reality, right? That when you reject God's truth, it leads to death. You die. You've got people saying it, the HHS, the Department of HHS is saying it. Like they're saying it without saying it because they, they don't want to say the quiet part out loud. And that is, we hate God, we hate truth. We don't want it. We want our truth. And it turns out our truth leads to death. We have to figure out some way to mimic what God has always said to do or else we're all going to die. That's <laughs> what, it's what this is. Doom. Doom. <laughs> doom. Wait, what is that from? It's from Vader Zim. Oh, uh, yeah. He keeps repeating it over and over and over again. Doesn't the cloud guy in Trolls actually do that when, he, when they're talking to him? Yeah, it's the tunnel of... Uh, or it's something like that. Remember, he has the tunnels. Choose carefully. Right, one of yeah. the tunnels, and one of the tunnels leads to certain death. 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 Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, trolls came back in. <laughs> uh, the encouragement here, dear family, dear dear body of Christ, dear covenant community, is to run to the church. The church does all this. You you don't have to. Yes, I, I agree submission to God and his word is, is not easy and living in accountability to people who can actually hold you accountable for an objective standard. It it doesn't, it isn't easy, but it is glorious and invaluable and it leads to life because it leads to God and his word and his people. And these things have been given so that there is life and life to the fullest. And there's no wonder why people are scrambling to find some placebo church-like structure that's just doesn't have God in it. Like, that's all this is. Maybe we could join a bowling club. Maybe that'll help. Maybe we can, maybe we can, we can get some drinking buddies, and that'll help. And maybe we don't even need to have any common values. I don't even need to know these people until we're at the club. Like, smoking our cigarettes <laughs> in a group. So in a group. To, in a group. In a group. So as to make it healthier. Yes, that's what the suggestion is from the government. <laughs> Thanks, CC. <laughs> Indirect suggestion from that. I'm not saying the government's telling you to chain smoke. I'm just saying that if you were to chain smoke, it, 
in a group, it might help the effects of the chain smoking. That's all I'm saying. You know what I love? What's that? Isn't isn't that isn't that isn't that transgender guy in Health and Human Services? Isn't he? I believe you mean Rear Admiral Levine. Yes, Rear Admiral. <laughs> well, there's an ad, there's an admiral, and then there's a the rear admiral. <clears throat> He's in charge of the back. He's <laughs> in charge of the back. That's what he is. Uh, I yes. love I love yes. being lectured on loneliness from the department that has um, a, a, a transgender person as well, the face of it. Well, technically, he's the like he's like the assistant to the regional manager. He's not the actual regional manager. He's, oh, well, I mean, he's definitely the face of it. I believe. Um, Do you know who the manager is? Basera, Health and Human Services. Isn't that Basera, the guy from California? I don't know. And then his, but I know who assist- Rachel Levine is. His assistant is. I mean, Rachel is the name she they have taken now, but he is not originally named Rachel. Regardless, was his first name Richard too? I think it was, and he is not fooling anyone. <laughs> There's a lot of Richards he that are transitioning. Not fooling anyone. No, no, he is not. He is. Uh, He's lying to himself and everyone nasty. around him. Yeah, and scary is the correct word. Regardless, you know what? Nothing screams normal to me than you know. An older man that is just like, I want to be a woman now. Like, that's just like the picture of a healthy frame of mind. It's really not fair. Like, the only way women could become an admiral in the army and the navy and the armed forces is to steal it from an honorary position uh, from a man, by the way. So, patriarchy for the win every time. (laughs) Every time. time. (laughs) And they do this to themselves. Anyway, moving forward, we need to take this data and point people to the truth. This is an easy conversation starter. Hey, did you see that the HHS says there's an epidemic of loneliness? <laughs> That'll lead to a lot of conversations, by the way. But point people to the truth. Like, if you know someone that's lonely, the way you, what, one of the things you can do is reach out to them. But just reaching out to somebody is all well and good. But without the truth, it's not actually eternally substantive. Like, it's... Substantive? Substant, substantive. Sorry. Apologize, everybody. Like substantive sounds like you're underneath Stan, and that's. <laughs> <laughs> but it is the same word. We do agree. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I right. mean, you're you're referencing the correct word. Well, sometimes I put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. That's, that is exactly <laughs> what happened. Okay, so substantive. Um, substantive. Just <laughs> <laughs> the way I'm going to say it. Five, so. three, sir, three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not doing money by the You're going to get me off. Um, Topic. So <laughs> you need to make it about the truth because the truth is what actually leads to life. There is no loving someone without the truth. And so to make anything to make anything actually mean something and last, you must establish it in the truth. So calling people into right community with God and then into the community of those who are in God is the, the clear way to alleviate absolutely all these problems. But because we've handed over our role and responsibility of of truth to the ethereal world, we have just this postmodern crap fest. Like we need, we we must be honest about the truth and speak it, so that we can begin to help people heal. <laughs> There's no healing in this, right? It's just it's just sitting sitting in darkness, wandering alone, and you know, smoking cigarettes. It's, it's really, it really is, it really is unhealthy, but it's, it's unhealthy in so many more ways than the HHS 
can even know because it's it's damaging to the spirit and it's and it's um, it, it it traps you and it, it sucks you in and it pulls you in um, these feelings of loneliness because they are so counter to everything that we should be um, and because they are um, anti God and they're uh, rooted in our sinfulness and the the principalities and powers of this world this dark this darkness um, want nothing more for us to be wrapped up in loneliness and darkness. And so cutting yourself off from community is the first step down a very steep drop. Yeah, it, it's, um, it's a bankruptcy, right? It, it, come, it's, it came suddenly, slowly, and then all, all at once, right? It was slowly and then suddenly. And, and so this bankruptcy of relationship is something that, oh, it started slowly and then it, it's, it's complete and sudden and all at once. And, and we have to we have to be willing to fight that with people. So give them the truth. Walk them towards salvation and healing in God, and then walk them towards the community of salvation and healing in God. Like that's that's how this works. Right. Ask people to put, if you can pray for them. Ask people if you can pray with them then and then and there. Like just you know reach out to people and draw them in. Show them show them what true community is, and make that light sign show brightly that it is. It is infectious and that it is desired. I mean, there are really lonely people in this world. And, you know, I, I know I I know I tend to be moody like that. Like I, I can get into funks where I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm really lonely. I just want to be around people right now. And then, you know, the next day I'm like, oh, I just want to be alone. I don't want to be around anybody. Um, what's going on with me? But um, but yeah, I mean, we, we all we all can relate to to feelings of loneliness and they're terrible. Um, you know, you feel trapped, you feel like there's nothing you can do to get out of it. Um, but really the church is, the church is the best solution to all of this and the salvation that, that Jesus Christ provides, of course. But the, the means by which, um, true community is found is through, is through the church. Yes. And amen. And maybe if this person that wrote this post would hears this wants to come on, we'd love to have an engaging conversation over this particular topic. I think, I think there's much to be said and, and maybe just asking questions and going back and forth would be, would be beneficial, um, uh, to them, their soul and, and maybe to the furtherance of, of the, the kingdom work of Christ. But, but I don't know that given the the qualifiers to this post, I don't even think that would be an option. I don't even right. know if that's yeah, all we, on the we table. Could, you couldn't even have a dialogue. Yeah, I don't even know what's on the table. With those qualifications. Yeah, so I mean that would be... Which is no way, if you actually want to connect with somebody, placing a bunch of rules on them is not the way to make friends. Yeah, like one of the things I, I when I post something spicy, I, I specifically say, hey, feel free to keep scrolling. You do not need to interact with this at all. Um, but if you interact with it, like, let's go. Like, let's, right. let's talk about it. So so that's, that's key. But when you put... I don't put rules on it like... Don't don't comment if you disagree. <laughs> like that's a dumb rule. Like, right? Uh, don't 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 try to give me a solution unless it's one that I've defined. <laughs> like, like, wait a second. What, what are you looking for here? So, love everybody. Uh, oh, that's a dumb. Wow. How dumb is that to say out loud? Yes, love everybody. But practically, uh, engage with God's truth and salvation over it, so that we can begin to love people. Because loneliness is an epidemic when you're apart from God. Amen. Amen. So that is episode 110. And with that, dear Christian, we hope that you indeed will seize the faith. faith.